Blessings everybody, this is Prophet Lovi and I'm so excited to be inviting you to the second prophetic school that we're going to be having this year. It's just gonna be phenomenal. The first one was so powerful, but this one will be even greater and will be even better. It's very important to understand that it is God's will that every single person, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an apostle, for you to function in the prophetic because the prophetic is the revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's gonna be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be prophetic. It's going to be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But. Huh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an N. But I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an I S something. I can't see the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called I C Entertainment, so it's I S. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have taught this many times and 
and I am sorry that some people's feelings might get hurt because I know it's not the most popular thing to say but there's a lot of prayers that you make that are not supposed to be made they are pointless the problem is we do things because we were taught but we don't question them and look at them in light of scripture listen the bible tells you that God protects you protects you by his angels there is nowhere you see the apostles in prison and it is angels that are breaking them out. You see men, battles rising up against the people of God. And angels are coming to fight. But the church doesn't even know the place of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus was for protection against God to you, not the devil. Let me give you an example. In Egypt, the Lord told Moses, tell everybody to put blood on their door. For the angel of death shall come at night and he shall slay anybody that has no blood. Who sent that angel? So when they were putting blood, who are they protecting themselves from? Not the devil. If you read the book of Revelation, it says, They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. But you don't understand what he's talking about. When the Lord Jesus came, he came and gave us victory against sin. That the devil used to put on our neck. Because he used the law of God against us. Because of our sin. The blood of Jesus came to remove sin. So that God cannot be angry with us. And the devil cannot accuse you. Because when you do wrong against the law. And somebody comes and points out. Lord, that person messed up. Why are you not punishing them? Are you not just? God is forced to enforce the law because you are on the wrong. The only way God could fix it to protect us from him was for him to come down himself because he could not trust anybody to be able to do it the way he would do it. So he came down himself, died himself for himself, went back to heaven, took his blood, put it on the mercy seat, so that he cannot look at us anymore. Prophet Lovey, first of all, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, you recently released a video called The Blood of Jesus, right? Mm. The truth about the blood of Jesus. Mm. And it's really caught a lot of traction online. I mean, the, the, the teaching, your style of teaching, and just the revelation that you shared caught a lot of people uh, by surprise. Um, some people completely understood it uh, some people it blew their minds and, and then other people were slightly you know just confused they mm -hmm. they needed uh, a, a little more in depth uh, mm -hmm. on the teaching and so wow thank you so much for being here we know that all of the teaching that you give is just for the body of Christ to have a greater understanding of who God is and all that he is for us and so we know that your heart and your heart for us is just that we would have clarity on the teachings that you're giving and so thank you for taking the time out to come and go in just a little bit deeper it's, it's and give pleasure. us that it's my pleasure you know i believe that anything that we do as believers the most important thing is to understand the mind of god the bible says that the scriptures were inspired by the spirit of god so we have three kinds of believers or let me make it four. There are Christians that are Christians by the Holy Spirit, meaning that what they know 
what they speak is by the Spirit of God. Uh, the scriptures say that uh, the Holy Spirit will teach you of all things. That's what the Lord Jesus said. He even went as far as to say, and he will bring to your remembrance what I said unto you. So there are people who are believers by the Holy Spirit. There are Christians who are believers by doctrine. I come from a Christian family, so I am a Christian. They believe Jesus, but they have no spiritual experience beyond a belief of Christ, which is not bad, but the problem is you will not understand scripture because the author of the Bible is the Holy Spirit, not man. Then we have Christians by tradition. These are guys who claim they know God, they have no prayer life, but they just quote scripture without really knowing scripture because they heard it, they have never read it. They are, they, are, they are just following tradition. So if they hear something that they have never heard before, immediately they believe it's the Antichrist. Or they believe that he came from hell because it contradicts what they have known. This was the same case with the children of Israel. That is why every prophet that rose up in Israel, the only prophet at least that was accepted in the temple was Samuel because his calling was in the temple and he took after Eli. And Jeremiah was in the temple also, not permanently serving, but he was in the temple. But majority of the, the prophets were persecuted. The Bible even tells you, learn persecutions from your brothers, the prophets, simply because of one thing. Because when somebody comes to speak revelation knowledge, tradition and religion is shaken. <laughs> Same thing when the Lord Jesus came. It's not that, I'm trying to be controversial. I'm just telling you what is written. And when you ask questions that you want to ask, you'll find out it was the same thing with the Lord Jesus. He said the same. The Lord Jesus says it all the time. I did not come to change the word, but to fulfill it. But everybody thought that Jesus was changing scripture. He's healing people on the Sabbath. They say, how could you do it on the Sabbath? Uh, don't you know it's the day of rest? And the Lord Jesus said, well, the Sabbath was made for man. Well, no, it was made for God, for God rested. No, God rested so that man can enter into his rest. Mm -hmm. That is why you have weekends off. <laughs> right. Right. It's for man. It's not to God. It's for man. God doesn't get tired. God is a spirit. He doesn't get tired. That is why they were compelled to rest. But it is God loves us so much that he forces us to rest. Don't just be on the go. So... A truer understanding of the Lord Jesus is truly given to those who are led by the Spirit. That's why the scriptures say, those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Then we have opinionated Christians who are not Christians. They tell you, I don't go to the church because that pastor is false. Well, what does your walk with Jesus have to do with any pastor that is false? If you love Jesus, you turn every stone possible to meet him and to know him. So it's my pleasure to answer these questions and I'm, I'm glad to do it. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully through it that the knowledge of who the Lord Jesus truly is, especially in this hour that is coming for his church, I believe it's the hour that we are supposed to come to know him even more than we have ever known him. You cannot marry somebody you don't know. So this is the time for the bride to really know mm. their husband. Mm.
Awesome. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what we've done is we, we all here definitely have questions mm -hmm. um, concerning the particular teaching on I hope you the got blood from, of Jesus. I, I hope you got some from Facebook also. Yeah. Yes. And Instagram we, and yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Well, we have our own personal questions, but mm -hmm. then we also want to bring the questions from the audience, from the viewers, because yes. we did, um, mm -hmm. the video is made public on Facebook and also Instagram on your page. Yeah. And the questions were flooding in. Mm -hmm. People were trying to answer each other's questions. So mm -hmm. what we've done is picked out some of those mm -hmm. just so you know you can give us your insight and let the let's let's go revelation let's I'm ready. i'll jump right in with this one mm -hmm. uh the question was you have misled the people of god mm -hmm. god is our friend and very just mm -hmm. why should we be protected from him mm -hmm. he is an ever-present help in times of need mm -hmm. ever-present god omnipotent omniscient um I think we don't understand what love is. We think love means to lower your standard. We think love means that you can do whatever you want, it's okay. But true love, true love is just love. What is just? You have to understand that God is just. The Bible literally says He's the Lord that loves justice and mercy. But justice is first. God is a God of justice. What does justice mean? I love my son. My son is 10 years old. I love my son. But I have ways that my house runs. It's not his house, it's in my house. There's a way things are supposed to be. If my son lies, me disciplining him doesn't mean I hate him. It's the evidence that I actually love him because I understand that it can destroy him. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says that God chastises those whom he loves. When I was growing up and you got disciplined, you thought your parents were the worst people in the world. <laughs> but in reality, you come to understand as you grow up that they actually love you so much that they would correct you. So God is a God of justice and he has perfect love. God has perfect love. So God is not, God doesn't hate anybody. God hates sin. He has nothing against anybody. But he has everything against something called sin. So because he's a God of justice, wherever sin is, he will punish it and he will judge it. Mm -hmm. That's just how he is because he is just. That is something that I think a lot of people need to comprehend. Why it was important for Jesus to come and we'll go into that because I know some people don't understand why I said he came down and died for himself for himself. I'll explain it and it will be very, very clear. You need to understand what perfect justice is because true love is injustice. It's found in justice. If you, I mean, you're married. Mm -hmm. If your wife does wrong, you correct her because you love her. Right. You tell her, wife, here you went wrong. And if you did wrong, she'll be like, husband, you don't do that. That's wrong. If you didn't love her, you won't tell her anything. And your relationship will collapse. Right, right. It's true. Mm -hmm. So true love is in correction. And justice, that's why we have the justice, justice system in countries. The law is not against anybody. The law is there to protect everybody. Unlike spiritual laws... 
physical laws can be kept. Spiritual laws you can't without God himself. So if you go and steal, the law will punish you because the law is just. Mm -hmm. Not because the country hates you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That is why we have injustice. And then people of justice have to step up and do something and correct something. So it's not true that I'm misleading people. Mm -hmm. God loves us. That's why he made a provision for it. But it doesn't mean because... Uh, let me give you an example. God only claimed to love Jesus, uh, human beings. This is in, uh, uh, in uh, John chapter 1. Or, or John, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave. So meaning before he gave Jesus, he didn't really, he wasn't loving everybody. He loves people, but he cannot make that claim until he gives something because he knows sin is keeping him, is keeping the people away from him. That's what the scripture is telling you. For God so loved the world that he gave. Meaning he decided that he was tired of that problem between man and God. He brought reconciliation. So perfect justice doesn't mean that, okay, an example is this. Salvation is free, right? Yes. It's, it's free. We, were, we are saved by grace. It's free. But was it free? Somebody had to pay for it. Right. Because justice still has to run its course. Jesus, our Lord, had to die. Somebody had to die. So is salvation really free? Free to us because somebody paid for it. But for the person who paid it, it was not free. Yeah. It cost them something. Yeah. Because justice still has to go through. When you go to a courtroom and the judge says, you're guilty. But he says, okay, you know what? Don't take them to jail. Take me to jail. That's what Jesus did. Right. Took our place. That's why he says he died for our sins. Meaning that he died where, where we were supposed to die. Mm -hmm. So salvation is not free in the true sense because it cost him. But for us, it is free. Now the question is this, which is confusing so many people. Who did, why did Jesus die for us and who did he die for us too? Because you have to understand what atonement and sacrifice is. I think this is where a lot of people are lost. When they say Jesus died for our sins. Now you have to understand that somebody required blood. Who required blood? Mm -hmm. Not Satan. Mm -hmm. God required blood. When he put Adam and Eve in the garden, he said, The day that you shall eat of this tree. This is in Genesis chapter 3. The day you shall eat of this tree, you shall surely die. Mm -hmm. And you see in Genesis mm -hmm. chapter 3 that they do that. And the Lord comes and says, What is this that you have done? God told them, the day you do this, you will surely die. So in order for God to save the seed of Adam, somebody has to die because what he said, he says, he shall not, his words will not return unto him void. Mm -hmm. Justice has to go through, period. Mm -hmm. So somebody has to die. Mm -hmm. So when we say Jesus died for us, he died in our place because God required blood for the law that was broken. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answered yeah. the question. Yeah. Because I think a lot, a lot of people don't understand atonement. They don't understand the love of God, the extent of the love of God. Mm -hmm. 
God did not die for human beings because of the devil. He died for human beings because he loves men. He gave his life for men because he loved them. It had nothing to do with the devil. It had, had, it had everything to do with how he felt about mankind and how he felt about men. So he decided to pay a price so that his wrath does not pour on us because the wrath was already planned. Anyone who does this, this is what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to reverse that because if he reverses that, then he's not just. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. a, a, a police officer who changes the law on the basis of who he's dealing with. If his son steals, he's, because it's my son, he's not guilty. But if another person's son steals, then he arrests them. Is that justice? That is not justice. That is not even love. That is manipulation and deception. God is not a deceiver. Is not an author of confusion. So if somebody sins, they were supposed to die. Yeah. Me and you were supposed to die. Right. It's really that simple. Mm. So there's no deception in it. I know what is confusing people is because they don't understand why I said God died for us. God, uh, Jesus died for himself. Mm -hmm. they, they are confused. Right. Mm -hmm. It really confuses them. Mm -hmm. But now when you understand this explanation, you understand that God is requiring, re requiring blood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Lord God Almighty is requiring blood. But no one is qualified to pay that blood because everybody is guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he has to come himself and take the form of a human being yeah. right. mm -hmm. and die in the place of man so that man is not destroyed. Man so who is Jesus yeah. dying to? <laughs> He's dying to himself for the sake of men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the one who is enforcing the law of sin, the one who is punishing sin is God. The devil never wrote any law, so the, the devil cannot punish any sin. Mm -hmm. The devil has nothing to do with sin. Mm -hmm. The devil took advantage of sin right. and put the yoke of sin on men. And men became servants to sin because the devil will use sin to control men. Mm -hmm. So by Jesus giving his life for us, delivering us from the wrath of God and breaking the power of sin, yeah. meaning that we are not required to die anymore, the devil could not use the law of God against mm -hmm. us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is why it's called the accuser. Mm -hmm. right. What does that mean? If you do wrong, he will go to God and say, God... You are a good God. You are just God. But that will just broke the law. What are you going to do about it? Because if God does not enforce the law, then he is not God. Uh -huh. Right, right. Because yeah. he's a just God. He's a just God. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the devil would accuse, would point people. Mm -hmm. Will is made a mistake. He has made a mistake. She has made a mistake. Lord, what are you going to do about it? Look at the book of Job. If you go to Job yeah. chapter number one, it tells right. you that Job was a just man, loved God, feared God. Everything about him was upright before God. But what Job, when people say that Job uh, was, what came upon him was because of, uh, was because of, uh, uh, of fear. No, you got to read this scripture in context. Job was worried about his children because he knew God's justice. Yeah. That is why he walked upright. Yeah. 
Remember, these are not the days of the atonement, the eternal atonement, which is our Lord and Savior Jesus. This was still the days of bulls and goats and sheep and lambs, but it was never enough. Mm -hmm. yeah. So every day he offered offerings on behalf of his children, yeah, yeah. just in case they were wrong that God would look over what they had done. Mm. Wow. Just like any parent right now would pray and intercede for his children. Yeah, That's right. exactly what Job was doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Because he did not want them to fall into danger or into an enmity with God. Mm -hmm. right. Does that make yeah, sense? So when the devil now, when the angels went to present themselves before God, as the Bible says, they all came and Lucifer went with them. Let's go to, the, can we go there? Yeah. Let, let me just, let, let me read it. I think it will be of help. You want to read it? Let me not read it so they mm -hmm. don't think that I'm doctoring this. Job, the book of Job. Uh -huh. uh, one? Uh, yeah, chapter one. Mm -hmm. I think start from verse three. Okay, let's, uh, i start from one. Just for oh, yeah, go, go ahead. See, uh, there was a man in the land of Uz mm -hmm. whose name was Job. Uh -huh. And the man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and ensued evil. Mm-hmm. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. Mm -hmm. His sustenance also was 7,000 sheep and mm -hmm. 3,000 camels and 500 yokes of oxen mm -hmm. and 500 she-asses mm -hmm. and very great households so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. Mm -hmm. And his sons went and feasted in their house mm -hmm. every one his day and sent and called mm -hmm. for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. Yes. And it was so when the days of their feasting mm -hmm. were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning mm -hmm. and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. Mm -hmm. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned. Do you see that? He said, mm -hmm. it may be. It doesn't mean that his children were sinners. Uh -huh. He was saying, it may be that they have done wrong. Let me cover them mm. in prayer. Just in case. Yeah. Wow. Keep going. Mm -hmm. And curse God in their hearts. Mm -hmm. Thus did Job continually. Mm -hmm. Now there. So notice he did mm -hmm. that continually, meaning he did that for years. Yeah. Right. Not one time, for years. Mm -hmm. It was just his way. Keep reading. Uh -huh. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to the presence to present themselves before the Lord. Uh -huh. And Satan came also among them. Who came among them? Satan. Satan. Uh -huh. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down it. So God is asking him, Hey, where have you been? He said, You know me, I'm just roaming in the earth, looking at what is going on. Listen to God's response. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, mm -hmm. that there is none like him in the earth, mm -hmm. a perfect and upright man, mm -hmm. one that feareth God and ensues evil? Mm -hmm. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, mm -hmm. Do Job fear God for not? Notice that. You see, he's an accuser. Do you see what he's trying to say? God is saying, This man is upright. He does everything right. Have you considered him? Have you checked him out? Have you observed him? God is telling the devil, did you observe him? And Satan is saying, Lord, is he fearing you for nothing? Mm. Because he knows that human beings by nature, they love somebody because he's doing something good to them. Mm. Wow. 
So he's trying to create a case against Job in the presence of God. Listen to what he says. Uh -huh. Has not thou made a hedge about him? And Number about one, you have protected him. Mm -hmm. uh, read that again. Has not thou made a hedge about him? So there was protection before the blood of Jesus was spilled. That's good. Wow. wow. When you walk uprightly with God, there is protection. The devil considered him. He never touched him because there was protection around Job. I wish somebody was learning mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Uh-huh, continue. And about his house. And about his house, uh-huh. And about all that he had on every side. Meaning everything that Job had, the hand of the Lord was upon it. And no devil, no demon could ever touch it. Yeah, right. Did Job plead any blood? <laughs> God is a protecting God. He's always protected people that walked uprightly with him. Mm. But God's desire is that they're all my children. I can't protect some and not protect some. Yeah. Mm. I want them all protected because I never made them to be tormented by devils. Right. Right. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Oof. Keep reading. Uh -huh. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands. So he was prospering because everything he touched worked out. Uh -huh. And his substance is increased in the land. Uh -huh. But put forth thou hand now. Notice what he's telling him. God, he loves you because he's rich. He has everything going well. But put forth your hand now and do what? And touch all that he hath, uh -huh. and he will curse you to your face. Notice what he's saying. He's saying, in short, this is what the devil is saying. Yeah. He loves you because of what you have given him. If he doesn't have what he has, he won't love you. Mm. Prove that he loves you, Lord. Yeah. Mm. If he's truly upright, prove it. Because justice is proven by, in the presence of all. That's why when you go to court, there are witnesses. The Bible even tells you, if anything is done amongst one or two, it is established. Yeah. Mm. So unless there is somebody to witness what you're talking about, it's not just. Mm. That is why in the court of law, if you come and say, Prophet, love is a liar. They have to call you on the stand and they will ask you, when did he lie? What did he lie about? Who, uh, which other witness was there? If there's no other witness, I can say, I never lied. You will not have evidence to prove that I'm a liar. Mm -hmm. So there has to be witnesses. There have, the people have to be, be there to observe what is happening. So he's telling God, God, prove it. We all, the angels are here. Me, I'm a fallen devil, but prove that you love him. Prove that, you, that he loves you. Lord, prove that he loves you. Show us that he loves you by taking everything away and see what he would do. But he even told God what he would do. He said, he will curse you to your face. Yeah. Meaning your, his love, Job's love for you is completely centered on what you have given him. Mm -hmm. mm. What is that called? That's called accusing people. And what did God do? Because he is just, what did God do? And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he have is in thy power. What did God do? He said, everything that he has, I am placing it in, a, in your power. Meaning that I have taken my hand off him. Mm -hmm. Do what you must, but don't touch his life. Wow. Mm. wow. 
destroy everything, but don't ch touch him. Why? Because if I am making a case for something, I have to prove it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the same with God. If God says you are perfect, he has to prove why you're perfect. Mm -hmm. That's what happened right there. Clear as day. What happened to Job was not because Job was afraid. That's a, I'm sorry to say, but it's a foolish explanation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells you why God did that. Mm -hmm. It tells you that Job did that continually, mm -hmm. meaning it wasn't the first time. But when the angels came before God, the devil also came and started a case against Job. Mm -hmm. Did I, I, I think I answered beyond what yeah. you're asking. Yeah. But anybody yeah. else can yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> anybody else? Uh, uh, yeah, Papa. So mm -hmm. um, as I'm going through the Facebook comments, it yeah. seems like a few people understand that the blood protects us from God, but then they believe that it does other things beyond that. Yes. Uh, for example, um, mm. protects them from Satan or mm. other scenarios. Yeah. Okay. I've heard that too. Uh, that's, that's easy to comprehend. Uh, it's very simple. The world fell because of what? Sin. People are sick because of sin. The devil has opportunity to mess people because of sin, because there is a law, and if you break it, he gets an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So all these things were happening because of that. But when the Lord Jesus paid the price by his blood, the devil has no room for people unless they don't know how spiritual things operate. If you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, and beyond, it tells you, spiritual things are discerned by them that are spiritual. A natural man cannot receive spiritual things. Mm -hmm. Now ask yourself this question. The Bible does not say we are healed by the blood of Jesus. What does it say? By his stripes. Stripes is different from the blood. Mm -hmm. Stripes means by his cuts. Mm -hmm. If you count the number of stripes that he had on his body, Actually, is the, 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 I believe I, I saw this study somewhere. It actually covers all the roots of all diseases, where they come from. All the cuts actually represent the, 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 the diseases and the, and the sicknesses where they begin their roots. Mm. So you get healed because his body was broken for you, not because of his blood. The blood was for a completely different purpose. So I don't need to plead the blood of Jesus to be healed mm -hmm. because the blood of Jesus was never shed because I asked for it. God shed the blood because he was feeling sorry for human beings because they are offering things that is not taking away their sin. Mm -hmm. Let me do something on their behalf, dying for them, paying the price for them so that they don't have to go and find bulls and cows to burn. That doesn't appease me. It's not enough. Right. So the blood of Jesus was for the appeasing of God's anger. Yeah. Right. Healing. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, 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 you see in the Old Testament miracles happening. Was anybody pleading the blood of Jesus for anybody to be healed? No. No. No blood there. Yeah. There were scenarios where God, when, when Miriam uh, uh, was talking about uh, uh, Moses... Mm -hmm. With, with Aaron and God cursed Miriam and Miriam had to go and, go and Moses went and asked God, God have mercy on her. And God said, let her go and take this offering and present it before the Lord and I will take the sickness away. Notice, for God to cure her, there was a cost. 
and it was a different kind of offering. It was flour and different things. It was not the same thing. It was it was a uh, uh, flour and different things that she had to go and present uh, before uh, the priest at the temple for her to be cleansed. So everything costs something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing is for free. It's just God is so good that He paid it on our behalf. Mm -hmm. okay. I, I, did I answer your question? Yes, yeah. So that is the biggest thing that people have, and. Uh, my prayer is that people will uh, re really receive this understanding and understand that's why we are supposed to rest in him, in the work that Jesus has done. So if you don't know the fullness of what Jesus has done, you'll be making prayer amiss. When Peter went to the temple, the beautiful gates, this is in Acts, I believe, chapter number 2, uh, uh, or three, he went to the temple with John. Mm -hmm. They found the man asking at the beautiful gate. He said, silver and gold. And he looked at him and said, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have, I give it to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. He didn't plead any blood. Right. <laughs> because that's not what the blood is for. The blood was to appease God. Mm -hmm. But because of the blood of Jesus, healing is easy to get. Mm -hmm. Deliverance is easy to get. Yeah. No covenant of the devil can hold you because Amen. a price was paid so that you are not held mm -hmm. ransom by the devil right. anymore because of the weakness of sin. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did that make sense? Yeah. Right. So you. in a sense, they are right, but is it completely the truth? No. Yeah. Mm. It is by God's grace that God's, you know, God is so merciful and He's so loving that even if we don't know but we have good intentions, He will still come through for us. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that that's how He wants us to stay. We have to come to the knowledge of God. The scripture says it clearly. Those who know their God shall do great exploits. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. Notice he did not say the world. He did not say people in the clubs. He did not say people who are lost in witchcraft. He said my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. So then I have a question. Yes. Actually, it's good mm. because of the what we were just talking about. Mm. It, it, someone asks here, is, uh, is asking... So is covering the basically is the um, covering myself with the blood of Jesus is it the wrong pr uh, prayer? You it's it's unnecessary because you're already covered. Mm. Right. You talk to God ah, because you are yeah. covered. Yeah. So you're covering yourself with a covering. Prayer. That it's already covered. That right. was Jesus's job to yeah. cover us. Mm -hmm. yeah. The covering already happened. What people need to learn is spiritual warfare. Understand how it works. Understand how God ministers to people mm -hmm. how was job protected ask yourself that question as a believer mm -hmm. yeah. seek god in prayer and fasting read the scriptures how come when the apostles were in prison angels came and delivered them yeah. how did that happen the lord jesus in the book of matthew he says he says don't you know that i can ask my father to give me more than 12 legions of angels to defend me right. wait are you understanding what I'm saying? The Bible says our weapons of warfare, there are many. It says for our weapons of warfare, weapon, not weapon, weapons. Mm -hmm. yeah. We have many. Mm. The blood of Jesus destroyed the work of the enemy in our life because he used sin. He used God's law against right. us. Mm -hmm. yeah. So once sin was broken because of the blood of Jesus and those who have given their life to Jesus, those who have allowed the work of the Holy Spirit to be inside of them, they are no longer controlled mm -hmm. by sin. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. So yeah. there is no room for a devil to really fight you mm -hmm. if you understand spiritual principles. 
The Bible says, I've given you power to trample upon scorpions and serpents and they shall do nothing unto you. So I can already walk on the devil because I've been given power over him. So I don't need to, to cover myself against him. The devil should be afraid of me because I have power over him. So people are afflicted by devils because they don't know they have power over him. So if you know you have power over him, the devil will be the one running away from you. Not you covering yourself from him. <laughs> but instead he's still grabbing people by the law. He's grabbing yeah. because some people don't understand that the law was fulfilled by the blood of Jesus dying. Mm. They don't know that wow. you should be in the new covenant. You're still in the old one. Mm. Wow. Uh, Papa, uh, real quick. Um, mm. It seems like people are going back to uh, trying to understand what they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Oh, that's Revelation chapter 12. Let's read it. Yeah. Revelation chapter 12. I believe 12. Uh, uh, it's uh, Revelations, the, the book of Revelation chapter 12 verse 11. Yes. You can read it for us, read yeah, you can read it if you have it. Mm -hmm. um, it's Revelations 12, 11. Mm -hmm. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Mm -hmm. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Okay, now I want you to go from, from uh, so that people can understand the mm -hmm. context. Start from verse 6. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she have a place prepared of God, mm -hmm. that they should feed her there in thousands, two hundred and threescore days. Mm -hmm. And there was a war in heaven. Michael uh -huh. start, start right there. And there was a war in heaven. Uh -huh. And there was a war in heaven. Uh -huh. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, uh -huh. and the dragon fought in his angels uh -huh. and prevailed not. Notice that. What happened there? They, the devil, the Michael fought and the demons fought and who did not prevail? The devil did not prevail. Mm -hmm. The dragon fought also and he did not prevail. What does it say next? Neither was there a place found anymore in heaven. Neither was there a place for the devil found again in heaven. Yeah. The devil was fi fighting. Now, you have to understand context. You know, you have to read in context. Mm -hmm. Read it one more time and I'll explain it more. From eight. Yes, mm -hmm. and there was war in heaven. Okay. See, and there was war in heaven. Uh -huh. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. Uh -huh. And the dragon fought and his angels uh -huh. and prevailed not. Who did not prevail? The devil. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Neither was there a place found anymore in heaven. Notice, why are they saying there was no place found for them? Meaning the devil was fighting to keep his place. Mm. Wow. Right. Mm. I don't know if somebody's catching that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And neither was a place found for them. Mm -hmm. Meaning, if I am fighting to keep my place, it means I'm trying to stay. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So the battle was not for the devil to take over heaven. He was fighting to keep his place. Mm -hmm. But he did not prevail. Then keep reading. And the great dragon was cast out. And the great dragon was cast out, meaning he did not survive. Mm -hmm. He could not keep. He was kicked out of heaven. Uh -huh. That old serpent mm -hmm. called the devil uh -huh. and Satan. Now remember, this is happening before human beings are on the earth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because Adam comes and is created and the devil is already in the garden. Meaning this is happening before the age of men. Mm -hmm. 
Keep reading. Which deceived the whole world. Which deceives the whole world. So it's talking to you. You have to understand. Revelations is bringing you to the past mm -hmm. and to the future. It's playing two timelines mm -hmm. together so that you understand what is happening mm -hmm. in the last days mm -hmm. because of what happened in the beginning. Mm -hmm. right. uh -huh. Keep reading. He was cast out into the earth. He was cast out where? Into, into the, the earth. earth. Was the blood of Jesus involved? No. 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 He did not. He could not prevail against Michael. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because some people think that angels used the blood of Jesus. No, they didn't. They have power over him. They kicked him out of heaven. God never even lifted up a finger. It was the angels of God that threw him out. That's in your Bible. Keep reading. Uh -huh. And his angels were cast out with him. And the demons were cast out with him. That's why we have evil on earth. Keep going. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven. Uh-huh. Now is come salvation uh -huh. and strength uh -huh. and the kingdom of our God. Uh -huh. and Notice what it's saying. Now has come what? Salvation, salvation and the kingdom of our God. Keep reading. Mm -hmm. And the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. And the power of his Christ. Meaning that Jesus now is talking about the timeline of Jesus coming and dying. He's giving you time, two timelines. Mm -hmm. Because now angels are praising God that his kingdom has come. And the, and, 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 the, and the power of his Christ. What does Christ mean? Christ means the anointed one, the Messiah, the Savior. Who was he saving, angels or human beings? Because the devil is thrown on the earth. And we know the Messiah was sent on the earth. Mm. So what is he talking about? Context. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keep reading. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. So where is the accuser? On earth. earth. Uh-huh which accused them before our God day and night. Meaning that the devil used to accuse men before God day and night. Mm -hmm. Keep going. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Who overcame him? The ones that were already human beings. It's, it's giving you two timelines. Yeah. It's saying the accuser of the brethren who used to accuse them before our God day and night from earth. Mm. Job, where did Job stem? When did the devil accuse Job? Not in heaven, it was on earth. God asked him, where have you been? He said, I have been on earth running around. So he was accusing people when he was cast down on the earth. Mm -hmm. But he was accusing them before God. Now you have to understand God is omnipresent. Isn't God omnipresent? Yes. 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 God is omnipresent. Yeah, yeah. God is what? Omnipresent. So, and he says, and the sons of God gathered in the before God, not in heaven, somewhere, mm. not in heaven, because he was cast out of heaven. He has no access to heaven. Yeah, so Papa, um, when they say they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, it removed the uh, enemy's ability to accuse, and that's he, how they overcame him. Yes, he, that's what it's telling you. Mm -hmm. Re read it all. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb uh -huh. and by the word of their testimony. What the blood of Jesus has done. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. What is the word of their testimony? God is great. Because he is great, he delivered me yesterday, he can deliver me today. God has made me strong. So it doesn't matter what I'm facing today, I am strong. I may look weak, but I am strong. That's a testimony, what he has done for you. But he's telling you what allowed people to have a testimony was because the accuser, his power was broken yeah. because of the blood. Mm -hmm. But notice what he says. 
them that did not love their life even unto death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So did Michael die? No. Did the angels die? Mm -hmm. Who is he talking about? He's talking about human beings. Yeah. Right. Some that are even today, we have people that are being right. murdered in Sudan. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah, people yeah. that are being murdered in different mm -hmm. parts of the world, believers. They are not loving their lives unto death. They are proclaiming the kingdom of God. Yeah. Right. That's what he's talking about. Mm. Wow. So people are misquoting it because they are not understanding. They are not reading in context. Mm -hmm. They are picking a verse. You know, I always tell people this. If you want to understand a verse, read the whole chapter. Mm -hmm. Read the whole book. Mm -hmm. Read the whole Bible. Yeah. You'll understand the context. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. just pick a verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did answer it. Yes, very much. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. They didn't apply the blood on the devil. Uh -huh. You don't see anybody applying the right. blood on the devil. They overcame him because the, the ability yeah. of him to accuse people is not there. So God is no longer looking at anybody's sin. Every time he looks at man, he's seeing Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So nobody is guilty to him. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. That's Lord. good. That's good. Thank you, Lord. Mm. I don't know if it's uh, making sense. Yes. But let me, let, me, let me push it a little bit more. Because a lot of people don't understand the divinity of Christ. When I said, let me, let me help somebody understand this. When I said, he died for himself. That he came down and died for himself. Everybody's saying, well, God cannot die. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. right. Let's read. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Let me explain God. Somebody will say, how can you explain God? Let me explain it to you. <laughs> God is not a name. Right. 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 God simply means supreme being. Mm -hmm. right. When God said, let us make man in our image and likeness, God was saying, let me make a human being that will be like me on the earth, meaning he will be like God on earth. That is why the words of a believer are strong. Why? Because God's words are strong. We are functioning like him, but in a realm called earth. Amen. That is why the Lord Jesus, uh, when they want, uh, he, he told them, don't ye? The Bible says, for you have made him, this is in Psalms, for you have made him a little lower than Elohim. Mm -hmm. The Bible says also, the Lord Jesus said, don't, ye know, don't you know that ye are gods? Mm -hmm. If you go to the book of Samuel, he talks about these things. Yeah. Man was born of God and God created him to be like him on the earth. So right. God is not a name. God simply means supreme being. On the earth, man is God because man is the supreme being. Mm. I know somebody wouldn't understand no, that good. and you would demonize good. it. No, the Lord is saying, let him have dominion over the fish, over the this, over the that. Mm -hmm. What is he proclaiming him to be? He is God on earth. Mm -hmm. He's the one with the power. Yeah. He's the one with the dominion. He's the one that has the ability to subdue the earth. He's giving him his power, but in a limited way inside a realm called earth. Mm -hmm. mm. That is why human beings are the supreme being on the earth. But notice this, when the devil came was cast out, deceived man, and man fell. Jesus came and said, the God of this world is the devil. Yeah. Is the devil God? No. no. Why is Jesus saying the God of this world? 
He's the supreme being of this world because he is controlling people by sin. Mm. Yeah. He's the one who yeah. is making people do evil. He's doing mm. so he's controlling things. So when the Lord Jesus came, another God entered the planet Earth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Because, because remember, the word God just simply means supreme being. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, that's so good. so good. I don't know if it's so helping good. somebody. Yes, yes, yes please. Yes. So good. Is, is it making sense? Yeah. 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 The word God simply means supreme being. It's mm. not a name. Yeah. Mm. God is not a name. That is why you find in Genesis chapter 1, it tells you in the beginning, the supreme being, the supreme creator made the heavens and the earth and his spirit was hovering over the waters. Mm. Well, why didn't they just say, and God was hovering over the water? Because God is not a name. Mm. Wow. It's an office. Mm -hmm. Like an example, the president, the office of the president. Yeah. Everybody that enters in the office of the president has the president. authority mm -hmm. and power. Mm -hmm. right. But when they leave the office, they are just a regular person, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the next one that will come will be called Mr. President. Yeah. Right, right. The word God simply is a title. That's why John chapter 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning was the word. It doesn't say in the beginning there was God. Saying in the beginning was the word. John chapter 1 and verse 1 is the same as Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Mm -hmm. mm. One is speaking it from revelation. Mm. Another one is giving you an account. Mm. Mm. John is giving you revelation based on knowing who Jesus is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Moses is giving you an account based on who Elohim is. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Same thing. Exactly the same message. Different revelations, but still meaning the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Moses never say, saw God in the person of Jesus, right. our Lord. Mm -hmm. So he could not say the word because he never met the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So he said the supreme being. But John beheld Jesus mm -hmm. right. and mm -hmm. said, listen, mm -hmm. that Jesus you guys saw us following, he is God. That's why he's saying in the beginning was the word. Mm -hmm. yeah. Meaning before anything existed. The word existed eternally, meaning it was not created, it yeah, will yeah. not be created, it's not beginning, it's not ending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the word was God. Mm -hmm. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Notice the evolution. In the beginning was the word. Uh -huh. The word was with a supreme being. Mm -hmm. And that supreme being is that word, and that word is God. Yeah. It's giving you, it's showing you, remember, okay, let me give you an example. Let me explain it even simpler. The word has not created anything. There's no living nothing. It's just the word by itself. He cannot be called God because he's not superior to anybody. Nothing exists. Mm -hmm. You cannot be called mom unless you have a child. Right. 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 You are just a lady <laughs> or a girl. Mm -hmm. You are not mom until you give birth. Mm. Right. So the word is by himself. So it's just the word. 
when he started to create, yeah, yeah, yeah. the creation started to see. Oh. And the word <laughs> is with God. And the word is, was God. So now the creation is what is calling the word God. Uh -huh. right. Supreme being. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God doesn't call himself God. <laughs> God's name is Jesus. Go to Isaiah. <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> I hope it's not too much revelation. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Isaiah 9 6. For unto us a child is born. Now notice this. Now I want you to understand. Isaiah is prophesying about the Lord Jesus. Unto us what? A child is born. Yes. Unto us a son is given. Yeah. Is a child is a child a name? No. Is a son a name? No. Mm -mm. Those are titles. Mm. I am my Whoa. mother's son. Mm -hmm. I am my son's father. Right. I am a different person based on who I am with. Mm. To my mom I am son. To my son, I am dad. Mm. Those are not names. Those are titles. Different hats I'm wearing depending on who right. I'm talking to. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keep reading. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Uh -huh. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Wonderful. Now, if you read in the Bible, who is referred to as the Wonderful Counselor? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So is the, is the child who is Jesus, is his name the Holy Spirit? Right. <laughs> Did I just lose you for a second? <laughs> Let's go back again. His name shall be Wonderful Counselor. Mm -hmm. Is the name of Jesus Wonderful Counselor? Yes. Yeah. The Bible tells you, and the Lord is that same Spirit. Right. And where the Spirit is, there is liberty. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit is another name for Jesus. Remember, God is Spirit. Right. So when you say Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Jesus. Because if you say just spirit, even demons are spirits. Even you have a spirit. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. Is spirit a title or is it a name? It's a title. It's a title. Mm -hmm. Why do we say, and the holy angels? Right. Mm. Are not angels spirits. Yeah. They are spirits, but they put the word angel so that you know what kind of spirit mm. it, is. it is. But right. it's not a name because if you say Holy angels. Michael will come and say, my name is Michael. Yeah. Wow. My name is not wow. angel because angel is a title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> deep. That's deep. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Gabriel is an angel. Mm -hmm. But is his name angel or is his name Gabriel? Gabriel. His name is Gabriel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. ah, I wish the people of God would understand this. You see, when you don't have the spirit of revelation, you think it's heresy, but it's actually not. All I'm trying to show people is one thing, that God is bigger, better. The blood of Jesus is bigger, better, and more powerful than you thought. Mm -hmm. The devil is a small thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Too small. Too small. Too small. I am not discrediting the blood by saying that you don't need to cover yourself. I'm actually showing you how powerful it is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Amen. That it took the wrath of God from you. Right. So who is the devil? Little boy. 
Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The blood of Jesus was so powerful that he could make God not be angry. Mm -hmm. Amen. That shows you how powerful it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep reading. Mm -hmm. So wonderful counselor is the name of who? Jesus. Mm -hmm. The mighty God. Okay, now now this is this is very dangerous. The mighty God. Mm -hmm. The mighty God. The mighty God. Meaning there is no other God apart from him. Mm -hmm. I know somebody is shocked because they are used to hearing Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What does Father mean? Father is a title. Father simply means the source of all things. Mm -hmm. Son means his image. His spirit means his character. That is why when the Holy Spirit comes, you see the manifestation of God. You see the person of Jesus, you see the, the God that you can understand, mm. that looks like you and you see yourself, you see him and you see him, you see yourself. Father simply means source. You can never see his fullness. God is infinite, you can't see him. He can manifest himself to you, but you cannot see him because he's infinite. We are not infinite beings, he's yeah. infinite. He's eternal. That's why yeah. he gives us eternal life. How can you see something that is eternal and you are not eternal? Yeah. Can, a, can an ant look at you and see your fullness? That is why ants crawl on people because they have no ability to see the fullness of you. Yeah. They think they're just walking on a tree <laughs> until they get killed. <laughs> yeah. Because they have no ability to see a full image. They can only see as fast their portion is. Yeah. Almighty God. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> The everlasting Father. Now notice that Jesus is saying, I am God the Father. Everlasting Father, meaning that the source of all things and I will continue to be that source. Mm. That's yeah, what yeah, everlasting yeah, yeah. means. It is not ending. I am the everlasting Father, the source that does not end. Wow. <laughs> uh -huh. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. We know that Prince of Peace is Jesus. Yeah. Keep going. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Because he's God, he doesn't end, he doesn't begin, he doesn't end. So mm -hmm. who is that talking about? The Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no man have ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. How does that make sense? Read it one more time. And no man have ascended up to heaven. Who is speaking first of all? Who is speaking? Jesus. That's the Lord Jesus speaking. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. If you have a King James Bible, it will be in red mm -hmm. telling you that it's the right. words of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. So read what the Lord Jesus is saying. And no man have ascended up to heaven, uh -huh. but he that came down from heaven. So he's talking about himself. No one has ascended unto heaven except he that came down from heaven. Even the Son of Man which is in heaven. What is he trying to tell you? He's trying to tell you I'm omnipresent. Mm. You are seeing me here as a human being, mm -hmm. but I'm also as God the Father in heaven. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> He's trying to tell you I'm omnipresent. Mm -hmm. He's telling you no one has ascended unto heaven except he that came from heaven, even the Son of Man who is in heaven. I thought the Son of Man is here with us on earth. How is he in heaven at the same, man, at the same time? Mm -hmm. He's not saying he who is going to be in heaven. He's saying who is in heaven. Present tense, yeah, yeah. Right. right now, he is in heaven. <laughs> yes. 
The devil doesn't want people to really know who the Lord Jesus is. When you say the name of Jesus, you need to know who you're talking about. Those who are watching me, I bet I pray that they will understand this. The Lord Jesus is more than what you think. John chapter 14, verse 9. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Mm -hmm. Philip, he that hath seen me hath seen the Father. I want you to throw this in there. That explains itself. Mm -hmm. Revelations chapter 1, verse 11. Revelations chapter 1 verse 11. And then we'll do more questions. I just want to show you why I'm saying that Jesus, God died for himself. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because if you don't understand who Jesus is, you will think that the Father and the Son are different. You will not understand the divinity of Jesus. Mm -hmm. The spirit of the Antichrist comes to tell you that Jesus is not God. Mm -hmm. The spirit of the living God comes to reveal to you that Jesus is God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Read it. What does it say? Saying, I am Alpha and Omega, uh -huh. the first and the last. And what thou seest written in a book and sent it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and mm. unto Seminary. Uh -huh. It's unto, okay. You don't okay. need to read all that. <laughs> Just read it. Read, read again. Okay. I am the Alpha. Uh -huh. Saying, I am Alpha and Omega. Who is saying, I am Alpha and Omega? Jesus. He's saying, I am the beginning and the end. Uh -huh. The first and, and the, the last. last. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And what thou seest written in a book. Notice he's, still, he's, he's claiming that I am, the, right. I am God himself. He How, why is he not saying my father? Uh -huh. Because John is at the place that he can understand that Jesus is God. Mm -hmm. yeah. When he was with them, he was trying to point them to the father, which is himself. Mm -hmm. But he knew at this stage they were not spiritually mature to know that he is God. That is why when he stormed the sto stopped the storm, they said, what manner of man is this? Mm -hmm. Because no human being can actually do this. Right. They scratched their head. Yeah, yeah. No human being can do this. <laughs> so by the time John is in the island of Patmos, he now fully understands who Jesus is. Mm. The one he used to lay on his chest, he understood that he was not just a messenger of God or a child of God, he understood that it was God himself. Mm. I'm just giving you a few more. Mm -hmm. John chapter 8, verse 56 to 59. This one will, if anybody doesn't get this, we need a deliverance service for them. <laughs> Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day mm -hmm. and he saw it. And was glad. Who is this talking? Jesus. Jesus. Uh -huh. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and thou hast thou and and hast thou seen Abraham? They're saying you're not even fifty years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Mm -hmm. What is his answer? So your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Uh -huh. Then said the Jews unto him. Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Uh -huh. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Remember, verily, verily means truly, truly. Mm -hmm. And if he said verily, verily, he's telling you, pay attention. Uh -huh. Before Abraham was, I am. Wait. <laughs> what statement are you trying to make, 30-year-old? 
<laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Verily, truly, truly, I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. What does I am mean? Remember, this is the same way God introduced himself yes. to Moses. Mm -hmm. I am. That I am. If you in, in, interpret it in, actually, if you look at the definition, if you look at the definition in Hebrew, it's simply saying, I exist by myself, for myself, by my own ability, within my own ability, for myself. I am the uncreated creator. Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. I just am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And even when you hear it, I am that I am, it feels like a continual circle yeah, yeah. in yourself. It, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, read what the Jews said. Then took they stones and to cast them. Mm -hmm. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. This is what happens. Uh -huh. Read it again. Mm -hmm. Then took they up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. One more time. Then took they up stones to cast at him. Uh -huh. But Jesus hid himself, and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. They tried to kill him because he said, I am God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The Bible literally says that when Jesus said, I am the son of God. The Bible says that Jews wanted to kill him. He said, for what good deed do you want to stone me? They said, for no good deed. And then the Bible explains. For him saying he was the son of God, he called himself to God. <laughs> Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. And then I'll give one more verse and then we'll go back to questions. By now, who do you think Jesus is? God. God. I'm, I'm, a, I'm asking you, by this, what do you think Jesus is? God. He's God. Do you know that Jews don't, get, Jews don't believe in Christianity because of one thing? They asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He said, hear, O Israel, for our God is what? One. God is not three people. God is one God with three manifestations. One God who wears three hats. Not three gods. One God, three manifestations. The word Trinity does not appear in the Bible. It's triune, meaning one God, three manifestations. Human beings are body, spirit, and soul. Mm -hmm. Are you three people? No. no. You are one man. Mm -hmm. Remember, you are made like him. So when you say, Holy Spirit, I worship you, you are just saying, Jesus, I worship you. When you say, God the Father have the glory, you're still saying, Jesus, I worship you. <laughs> so when we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we are saying, God, we are coming to you. Almighty Creator, we are coming to you through your own provision, which is Jesus, which is you, whom you brought us back to yourself, mm -hmm. by yourself. Amen. Remember, it is God that reconciled us. We did not reconcile ourselves. So who Amen. brought us back to God? Himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> read, read again. Uh -huh. For in him dwelled all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Uh -huh. And ye are complete in him, which is in the head of mm -hmm. all principalities and mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. 
in whom also you are circumcised with the circumcision mm. made without hands, uh -huh. and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. No, no, no. Read, read you one more time. From uh, nine. Yes. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What does that tell you? He was God fully in the flesh. Yeah. Not the child of God. He was God taking the form of a human being. Mm -hmm. Read it again. Mm -hmm. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The, did he say the child of God? No. No. The cousin of God. No. <laughs> the fullness of, God, of the Godhead. Mm -hmm. Meaning whatever makes God God was full in Jesus Christ. Wow. Father, Son, Holy Spirit was full in that one person called Jesus. Mm. In bodily form. Mm -hmm. Meaning the measure that a body can contain God is different from God in his fullness. Mm -hmm. That's why it's telling you the fullness of God in bodily form. Mm. Let me show you this. Go to Philippians chapter 2 verse 7. Let me explain to you something. Because somebody will say, why is it then Jesus said, my father? Who was he praying to? Philippians chapter 2 verse 7. Mm -hmm. But made himself of no reputation. Who made himself of no reputation? Jesus. Jesus. Him himself, he chose that. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And took upon him the form of a servant. Meaning he took the form of a servant. He took the form of a human being. Mm -hmm. And was made in the likeness of men. And became like a human being. Uh -huh. And being found in a fashion, and being found in fashion as a man, uh -huh. he humbled himself. Uh -huh. And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Start from five. Mm -hmm. Let's take it from five. Mm -hmm. It will bring, make it even clear. Philippians Let, chapter two, from verse five. Let this mind be in you, mm -hmm. which was also in Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. whom, being in the form of God, mm -hmm. thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Mm -hmm but made himself of no reputation mm -hmm. and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Mm -hmm. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and mm -hmm. became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Listen to that. He chose it. <laughs> I don't know if somebody's catching this. I want to get this verse for you. I want to get this verse for you. Listen to this. Philippians chapter 2, right? Mm -hmm. Verse 7. But he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. How do you empty yourself? I just read it in regular version for people to understand. Mm -hmm. Being fashioned in the form, what it really means. Mm -hmm. He emptied himself and took the form of a servant. Let me read it one more time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me read it NIV so that somebody can catch it. Let me start from six. Who, who existing in the form of God did not consider, consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. Imagine you have something infinite, meaning you cannot finish it, you cannot consume it, but you take a form that is called human being. That has a capacity. Remember, infinity has no capacity. But human beings have a capacity. And you empty yourself into a human being. Now, will the fullness of what is in heaven be fully in the human being? No. Because the human being has a capacity. Mm -hmm. So he emptied himself. So when he emptied himself, remember he's saying, no one has ascended unto heaven 
except the son of man who came from heaven and who is in heaven. So meaning that the son of man was not fully on earth. He was also fully in heaven. Mm. So when he looked in heaven and said, my father, he was tapping into the source that was beyond the capacity that he had in Ooh. the flesh. Yes, yes, yes. That's all it's saying. Mm -hmm. When he said, my father, he was saying, source. He was pulling from the source. Because remember also, because he was in human form, he had to function like a human being so that you don't think it's weird he goes before the, to the the grave of Lazarus he says father I thank you that you always hear me I am praying for their sake so that they may know that you always hear me so when he's saying my father he's calling upon the source that was beyond the capacity that he was carrying does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it makes perfect yes. sense. 100%. It's like, a, it's like a college student running out of money and they call home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> when he said, I do nothing except what I see my father do. Now you have to ask yourself, did his father come down and he, did he walk to Jerusalem to Nazareth? <laughs> He's saying, I do nothing except what I see my father do. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that's prophetic language. Okay. When I prophesy people's names, I'm seeing what God calls them. Mm. Mm. My human capacity is limited. Yeah. Mm. But when I see God and I see what he, call, what he calls them, then I call them by that name. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I see what my father, I only do what I see my father do. Mm -hmm. He's saying I am copying the blueprint. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is my blueprint. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. I hope somebody's wow. learning. Wow. Yeah. You can ask questions. Ask other questions. I'll try to answer them. I have a question. Yes. I'm wondering how it makes you feel when people make comments like you're the Antichrist or this is a message from the pulpit of hell. Yes. And things like of that nature. To be honest with you, I am not moved. I'm not. You see, when God has called you, and you're called by God and not by men, you're not offended. You understand that they're doing it because they don't know. Their enthusiasm to comment is because they want to protect Jesus. Mm -hmm. They love Jesus. But the only unfortunate thing is that they don't know him to the extent that at least I've been privileged to know him. And I'm not saying I'm the only one who knows the Lord to this level. Mm -hmm. There are greater men of God that are far better than I could be. Is that making sense? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not offended. If anything, I love them. And I'm glad they did that because those who will be humble enough before God, they will learn something new. And they will grow from where they are into a new level. Mm -hmm. Because children of God should not fight. If you don't understand something, go and pray. Because now I know that I'm speaking by the will of God. Yeah. I know that I've read you every verse of everything that I've said. Mm -hmm. I didn't make up anything. Mm -hmm. It's in your Bible. Mm -hmm. So when you insult me, you are insulting him, not me, because he sent me. <laughs> so I'm not offended by it. It's his work. I am not Jesus. I am doing his work. It's like when you go to a restaurant and you say, this food is terrible. As the waiter, I don't, right. it's not my restaurant. Right. I'll give the message, but okay. Mm -hmm. I pray you come back again. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> better. 
but it's not my restaurant. It's not my. It's not my vineyard. It's his vineyard, and he knows his people. Yeah. Wow. And I just pray for them that God will touch them, mm. and they will know Him greater and better. Mm. I don't know if you have any other question. Anybody? Oh, actually, actually, let me let me say something. Uh, uh. I know I said on the video, on uh, the, the, the short video, I said that who sent the angel of death? There's a difference between the angel of death and the spirit of death. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's good. Now, what a lot of people don't understand also is this, is that in Egypt, the children of Israel were in a town called Goshen. Goshen was full of Hebrew people. No Egyptian lived in Goshen. So whenever God sent hail from heaven, it fell on the side of the Egyptians, but not on the side of the Hebrews. <laughs> when God sent plagues to Egypt, it went to the side of the Egyptians, never went to the sides of the Hebrew. So why did the Hebrews need to mark their doors when the angel of death was sent? And who sent him? Remember, Angel of death is an ushering angel that takes you to the other side. Spirit of death comes to put sickness on you, put all these things in you in order to kill you and destroy you before you fulfill God's will. So who sent the angel of death? God. Who told them to mark their door? God. So that the angel will pass by them and not go in. So why didn't God just see and say, angel, they are my people? There was no atonement. There was no sacrifice. By him being a just God to his word, if you didn't put the... Blood, he has to, you, you die. Yeah, because it's just. It's not about feelings. This is what you have to understand about spiritual things. Spiritual things are not about feelings. It's about a constitution and a law. How I feel is irrelevant. If God wants, God doesn't want sickness... God doesn't want hunger. God doesn't want these things. He hates these things. But because people are not going through the procedure that it takes to fix these things, they cannot get help from heaven. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Simple. But if we don't do that, nothing is going to happen. It's protocol. Let us move from Christianity that is just rah, 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 fire, 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 oh, fire. It's unnecessary. Call on the name of the Lord over every situation. Everything will change. Disciples cast devils in the name of Jesus. Did you see the apostle saying we cover ourselves in the blood? That's really good. Um, I actually have a, there's a question uh, because on social media, you don't only get to ask questions or respond, but people can respond to things yeah. that you're doing. So we had a lot of that happening in the comments. Yes. Um, one of the replies to a comment, um, an individual stated, Jesus died for you and for me, not for himself. Don't be deceived. Okay, this okay. teaching encourages sin. Okay. Now you you addressed that's, that's a lot, but that last true. that last part mm -hmm. that this teaching encourages sin. Um, just again, like, what aim are you going for with with your teaching and with sharing the revelation of God? And then, 
how does teaching encourage how does biblical teaching uh, encourage them obviously the person doesn't understand that doesn't understand um, uh, they don't understand scripture they don't understand spiritual things they don't understand spiritual things because me telling you that God died for himself it means that he loves you saving you because you couldn't do it I'm not saying that go and sin there's no way I say go and sin that's common sense. Mm -hmm. The problem is common sense is not so common. <laughs> yeah. I did not say go and sin. Jesus paid the price for sin so that we can repent, change. Nobody can keep the law. The Bible says if you, keep the, if you break one law, you break all of them. The book of Hebrews speaks perfectly about this. The apostle Paul makes a perfect uh, 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 teaching about this in the book of Hebrews. He says, if a man is, if a, a wife and the, hus the husband is alive, she goes and marries another person, she's a fornicator. But if the husband dies and she goes and marries another, she's not fornicating because she's not under the law anymore. The law is broken because you, are died. In, you have died. In the same way, we are dead to sin. We died in Christ. And it's no longer us living, but it's Jesus. So we are dead to sin. That's why God can look at us. I'm not saying go and sin. I'm saying repent, enter into the fullness of what God has done. And it doesn't cost you everything, anything, because it cost him everything. That's why it's saying he gave his only begotten. Now you have to understand what begotten means. One unique and one of a kind. It doesn't mean child. It means one of a kind sacrifice. Never has it ever been done. And people say that the blood of Jesus, the, uh, the blood of Jesus says better things than the blood of Abel. Can I explain this? Yes. The blood of Jesus does better, it says better things than the blood of Abel. Notice the Bible is not saying the blood of Jesus says, uh, the blood of Abel says bad things. It says the blood of Jesus says better things. So if you understand language, you know you don't go from bad to better. You go from good to better. If you're good, I can be better. So the blood of Abel did not say bad things. And what did the blood of Abel say? When, remember, the law of God is whoever kills by the sword would die by the sword. You kill, you get killed. That's the law. So when Cain kills Abel, the Lord goes to Cain and says, where is your brother? He says, Am I my brother's keeper? He says, what is this that you have done? For your brother's blood is crying unto me. What does the word cry mean? Pleading unto me. So what was it pleading? God, he is my brother. He killed me. Yes, it's true. But don't kill him because he's my brother. He is a murderer, but spare him because he's my brother. Don't kill him. He doesn't know any better. He is a murderer, yes, but don't kill him. That's what the blood of Abel was saying. Remember, the blood is atoning for his brother. Remember, it's the blood that is talking. And it is forcing God to do something. Then God wants to punish Cain, but he doesn't kill Cain. Why isn't God killing Cain? 
because his brother's blood is interceding for him. Then now you see something interesting happening. Cain, God casts him away and he says, Lord, where I go, they will kill me. He said, no one shall touch you. And God marked him. He said, anybody that touches you, they will have to deal with me. Because what is atonement? Somebody was interceding for him not to die. But notice he was still cast out of the presence of God and he became a vagabond. He, was, he had a curse. He will never settle down. He will just keep moving. But his life was spared because his brother's blood was interceding for him. Why is the blood of Jesus saying better things? This is what the blood of Jesus is saying. The Bible says that he became sin. It is not, it's not saying that Jesus simply died for our sin. He's saying him himself became sin. What does that mean? The blood of Jesus is saying this. Father, I am the killer. I am the liar. I am the rapist. I am the one in witchcraft. I am the one that did that. Punish me, not them. That is why on the cross, God could not look at Jesus for he had become sin. That is why the blood of Jesus is saying better things. Because the blood of Jesus took the blame. If I kill somebody, it's the blood of Jesus is saying, I am the one that killed them, not him. Surely he took upon himself all our infirmities. He took everything that comes with sin upon himself. So when the Lord Jesus was on the cross, he had cancer. He had fibroids. He had HIV. He had every sickness you can think of. He took upon himself all our infirmities, all our weaknesses. And he took the punishment. <laughs> Isn't the Lord wonderful? I am trying to show you the power of the blood of Jesus. I'm not discrediting it. I'm just trying to show you the use of it and who actually applied it. The Bible says this. Let me show you. Let's go to the scriptures. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12. Amen. Mm -hmm. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, mm -hmm. having obtained eternal redemption for us. So where did Jesus take his blood? to the most holy place. Mm -hmm. He went above all heavens and placed it on the mercy seat so that we can have eternal mm. salvation mm. from sin. Hallelujah. That's why when you call upon the name of the Lord, you say Jesus is Lord, sin yeah. is forgiven. Yeah. God doesn't care whether you stole, whether you killed, He forgives you. Yeah. Because the price was paid, you don't have to go through it anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Look at this. Hebrew, Romans chapter 5. Verse 6 to 11. Romans chapter 5, verse 6 to 11. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. For we were yet without strength. Due, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So nobody called God to send his blood. It's God himself decided to do it. Yeah. Yeah. For scarcely, for scarcely, for a righteous man 
one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from what? From his wrath through him. Ah, uh-uh. ah, read that verse, read verse 9 again. Read verse 9. Mm-hmm. Much more than being now justified by his blood. So what justified us? His blood. Uh-huh. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Whose wrath? So he saved us from himself. So when I'm saying he saved us from himself, people are not understanding. Can I read it one more th- time? Listen to this. Much more than being now justified by his blood, uh-huh. we shall be saved from wrath through him. Uh-huh. So who, who gave the atonement? God. God, pro- God provided the atonement. He gave, let's go back to John chapter 1, uh, John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave. Who gave? God. So the atonement is coming from who? God. So read verse 8 again. Much more than being now justified by his blood. So who gave that blood? God. God. Uh-huh. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Whose wrath? God's. Read the next verse. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by death of his son. Uh-huh. When we were enemies, we were reconciled. God brought us back to himself by his son. Who gave the son? God. Keep going. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Whose life is saving you? God's life. So who is saving you? God. Who is he saving you to? Himself. It's very easy. The problem is Christians don't understand that you have no work to do but to believe in what Jesus did. Read verse 11. Mm -hmm. Finish with verse 11. Okay. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The only way we joy in him is through Jesus. Uh-huh. By whom we have now received <laughs> the atonement. Who gave the atonement? God. So who is reconciling us? Okay, let me give you an example. Let's talk about reconciliation. If me and you have a problem, I need to come to you and say, I'm sorry. That's reconciliation. I was wrong. I am sorry. But God didn't do that. God saw these ones are wrong, but they have no ability to say sorry. So I will make myself a human being and go and stand in their place and say, I am sorry to myself. And then make up with myself because now I'm representing human beings to myself. Mm -hmm. And then I will forgive it. And then I will be good with them again. We'll be best friends again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But human beings cannot understand this because they are thinking of God as a human being, yet God is a spirit. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't put God in a box. He's not a human being. He is God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does it not answer it all? It's right there. So and people are saying, how can he say that? It's an abomination. It's clear in the scriptures. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. The Bible says it. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. There are a few people online who are saying, I cover my family with the blood all the time and it protects us and I had a dream and I claimed the blood of Jesus in the dream and the witch in my dream backed off and it, and it protects me. What should they be saying instead? Okay, let me, that's a very good question. Let me show you a scripture that will make you very happy. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Go to Psalms. 91 verse 11. Well, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. To keep you in what? All, all thy ways. ways. Who is given charge to protect you? The angels. God. No, who's been given charge by God oh, to protect you? Angels. Luke chapter 4 verse 10. This is now Satan tempting Jesus. Amen. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. <laughs> so the devil is tempting Jesus with the word of God because he knows that angels' duty is to protect you. Now when we say, God, I cover my family in the blood of Jesus, God understands that you're praying for protection, so God will send angels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because God is merciful, he knows that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Because you see, faith is in what you believe. So if God knows that that's where you are, he will bless you because he knows you don't know any better. Mm -hmm. He's a good God. He's a loving God. Mm -hmm. yeah. The disciples of Jesus told Jesus in, Luke, in, in Matthew chapter number 6, Lord, teach us how to pray. It doesn't mean that they didn't know how to pray. They went to the temple all the time. But they never saw anybody pray with results. So they said, no, no, no. My way of praying is not really working. Can you teach us how to pray? So meaning there is always a better way to pray. God being gracious and being merciful, he will keep you because you are his child. He is reconciled with you. If my son, when he was growing up, just because he did not know how to say dad, when he says dada or da da da, I'll be like, oh, he said my name. I understand because he has no ability to say dad. Mm -hmm. yeah. When he cries, ah! <laughs> I know he means I'm hungry or change my diaper. As a father, I know what he needs. I'm not going to wait until the day he knows what to say. <laughs> that makes me an evil father. Yeah. God is not evil. God is good. Mm -hmm. He's loving. He's kind. So what will he do? He will protect you because you are his own. Yeah. But look in your scriptures. Have you seen any of the apostles do that? Mm -mm. Wow. Am I saying don't do it? No, it's up to you and your belief. Mm -hmm. If you believe, you see... Christians, let us believe in the word of God. Amen. If the Bible says it, I believe it. So let us not be Christians that have traditions that are not biblical. If the Bible says it, then it's true. That's it. I don't need to make up any other way. When the apostles cast out devil, I'm not saying it's bad to say fire of the Holy Ghost. You can say that. That's your conviction in your faith. It is okay. But the apostles never said fire of the Holy Ghost. They said, come out in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. The Lord Jesus said, I cast out devils by the finger of God. I cast out devils by the spirit of God. So we know it is not fire that casts out devils. It's the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Where the Lord is, demons cannot be. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Liberty means deliverance. If you have the presence of God, no demon can come to you. You don't need to plead any blood. God is with you. Mm. 
What will you fear? If God be with a nation, who can be against her? I know the problem is this is shaking people's religion. You have prayed like this for years. Mm -hmm. So it's impossible for you to fathom any different. Mm -hmm. That is why Jews to these days that have not become believers, they still offer offerings, burnt offerings, because they still can't understand and see what God has done. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that God hates Jews. He loves them. They are his people. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. I don't know if you have any other questions. Amen. Actually, um, no, that, that, was, that was everything. Everybody good? I'm going to wrap it up this time. I think so. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. No, we just want to thank you so much, right? So yeah. much for so much. bringing clarity to us, and not only clarity, but actually going in depth and teaching us so much. We've all received great, great revelation. Mm. Um, just a final thought, just a final thing for, for the people that have been stretched, for people that big time, <laughs> for the people um, that were already open but may still feel overwhelmed, um, how do we not just hear this revelation, but how do we actually like receive it and and move forward? Because now we probably have a lot more things that we need to start right. questioning about what we believe. Ah, you don't need. You, I, I don't want to. You see. The Lord Jesus did not make anybody question anything. He just brought clarity. I'm not trying to bring confusion to anybody. Mm -hmm. As you can see, it's all biblical. Mm -hmm. I'm j I just shook you up so that you can grow. Mm -hmm. As a prophet of God, my duty is to bring... What is a prophet? A prophet is a spokesman of God. Mm -hmm. He's somebody that stands between the visible and the invisible. Mm -hmm. In the book of Samuel, it says, And in those days, the word of God was very rare. But yet there was Eli the priest in the temple, meaning that it's not just enough to read the word of God. You need somebody that is spiritual that can tell you what it's really saying. Right. We need Rema, word from the heart of God. Mm -hmm. So my desire is simple, that everybody will just love the Lord, mm -hmm. seek the face of the Lord. And the Lord Jesus, by his spirit, he will teach you all things. But have an open mind. If you pray or you go to a class, the, teachers want, the teacher wants to tell you, well, you know, advanced math equations are different. You may be used to one plus one is two. But one plus one can bear different result based on the context and the equation and the kind of math it is. Mm -hmm. So unless you go in there and say, I've, let, let me just give an example. One plus one is two divided by two times three. You'd be like, no, we have never done any math like that. That is not good math. Math should be simple. One plus one is two. That's it. You see, you have not stretched yourself. So you go into class with the ability to be taught. Mm -hmm. Every believer needs a teachable spirit. You need a spirit that can be taught. God needs to give you a heart. You need to ask God and say, God, remember humility you don't pray for humility. You allow yourself to be humble. The Bible says, humble yourself. So you must decide to be humble. Not mm -hmm. God is not, God is not going to humble anybody right. because that's a manipulation. Mm -hmm. It's not going to make you do anything. That's manipulation. That's not love. So humble yourself. So you decide to be humble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm. That's it. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, Papa. God bless you all.
revealer of things that are hidden in the heavenly realm. If God wanted to speak to you concerning California right now, you cannot find any verse in the scripture that will talk about California, but God through his spirit and by his spirit, he can speak to you specifically concerning the things he's going to be doing in the land. So it's very important for you to know how to hear the voice of God so that you will know that every step that you take, that God is the one that is ordering it. The Bible says it clearly, those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. My desire is that you will grow into a place where you are led by the Holy Spirit, where you can know His voice, you will know His still small voice, where He wants you to go, where He wants you to step, so that many people will be blessed because of you. My prayer is that you will be one of those that will be baptized in the prophetic and your life will never be the same. This is Prophet Lovi and I can't wait to see you from September 30th to October 2nd. It's gonna be prophetic, it's gonna be powerful and you will live so equipped and ready to win the world for Jesus. God bless you and I can't wait to see you. This is the Prophet Lovi. Shalom, shalom. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. Okay, this is my apartment. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But, eh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D, an R, and an N, but I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an I S something. I can't see the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called I C Entertainment, so it's I S. <laughs> <laughs>